0: too so hard to not abuse animals really big from themselves Don't fuck themselves this is a shot of all you Hello, you beautiful vegans. You know, this is my first show we're doing outside. And I hope you can hear me, but I really have no way of knowing. We are in uncharted territory. I'm live streaming in the great outdoors. Here I am at the Westgate in Williamsburg, Virginia. And I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Outside AF. Totally. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) Yeah, we're totally outside and um, completely exposed. See, I'm sharing rooms with people, so I'm going to have to be able – I'm going to have to do this from all different places. I had to come out here, wipe down the the furniture because it was covered in rainwater. I was really um, – I had to sneak out. Everyone's asleep. You know, I do this show early, so it's still, it's still a little bit – not much traffic going on yet here, so – we'll see what happens before we're done. Completely exposed. Exactly. Well, I hope that you can hear me and see me. Okay. And, um, I hope that everything works out for this show today. I think it's, it'll be really fun to see what happens, you know, never happened before today in veg news. I saw an interesting thing where, um, The China study is, is it, is the China study, does it even matter anymore? Does, is like the China study even a thing anymore? What even is the China study? Do you guys even know what the China study is? Every once in a while, I still come across vegans that tell me that they went vegan because of the China study. And it was a, it was a book that came out a while by, a, way, a, w- 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 a while back. Hey Jackie Boyle, nice to see you here. Thank you. All the way from Galway and Ireland. Nice. So Veg News was a they did a thing about this China study, and they're saying, what is it even relevant? And I wondered, is it relevant? I mean, they might say that they were persuaded by social media and eye-opening documentaries like How Spears or What the Hell, but back in the early 2000s, in the age before Instagram and Netflix domination, or uh, Dominion, am I right? One of the most impactful plant-forward books was called The China Study. It, under 10 years, sold a million copies. Everyone was talking about it. Let me know in the chat, do you guys know about The China Study? And I see that a couple people have already said so. Yep, I know The China Study. Okay, so you guys know what I'm talking about. Is it still relevant today? Um, what, what, it, but what is the China Study exactly, and is the book still credible today? Okay, 2005, back in the early 80s, Campbell, t- together with researchers from the University of Oxford and the Chinese Academy of Preventive Medicine, surveyed 6,500 people in 65 countries across rural China. Mm seems like legit sixty five hundred people it's a good cross section right um well in america meat and dairy were front and center sloppy joe's pizza rolls and cool ranch doritos were just a few favorites cool ranch doritos oh my god the 80s i was eating some cool ranch doritos what was wrong with us what was wrong with us huh cool ranch doritos why why do we do these things to ourselves in america i don't get it Most rural villages ate foods that were low fat and high in fiber over in China. You see, most of Asia was pretty much vegetarian, if not vegan, because they just hadn't been completely colonized just yet. They didn't have cows, chickens, and pigs forced upon them just yet. At the end of the 80s, they were surveyed again, and alongside an extra 4,000 people from mainland China. And guess what? They drew some conclusions that in the way we eat in the West, the chronic illnesses like cancer and heart disease are caused by food. There are virtually no nutrients in animal-based food that are not better provided by plants. That was on their list. Okay. Is it still credible? It says basically that animals are bad for you, especially if they're processed. In fact, over the last few years, research has linked processed meat and dairy to higher risk of diseases, including colorectal. We know about that one. 20% more likely if you eat bacon. Type 2 diabetes, we know that one. 30% more likely if you eat processed meat. Heart disease, dementia, breast cancer, prostate cancer, breast and prostate cancer, breast and prostate, you know what I mean. Breast cancer and prostate cancer, almost almost inextricably linked to eating dairy mostly, any kind of animal or eggs, you'll get prostate cancer. As well as T. Colin Campbell Center, they said that yes, just like in the China study, all these organizations champion the message that the way we eat really can have a dramatic impact on our health. We recognize unhealthy diets are one of the top causes of ill health in the UK. And adopting a plant-based diet is one of the healthiest choices there is. So it turns out all this time later that the China study is still right it's almost like it's almost like duh of course the china study is a of course the china study is right of course it is why wouldn't it be it makes perfect sense that in a world where uh in america we're dying of heart disease and all these horrible things that maybe it's caused by the food what else would be causing it what else could possibly cause it i wonder (coughs) china study by dr campbell who was the same age as my dad joseph campbell Is your dad the Joseph Campbell who wrote The Hero's Journey? That's that's what I want to know, Paul Campbell. Is Paul Campbell the son of the Joseph Campbell who wrote The Hero's Journey? That would be pretty amazing. People are generally too entrenched in their dumb ideas to be swayed by the China study. Well, the China study, you know, it's dry reading. It was a big book, a million copies sold. But I guess like... I can see in America, there's people say America has no culture, but of course we do. Americans are tied up in their culture. They're always like, oh, gee whiz, I want to be American. I don't want to be like those Chinese people. What am I supposed to do? Live like a Chinese person? It's like, no, that's not even what we're saying. We're saying stop eating animals, you dumb fuck. Like, it's not that hard. Stop eating animals. It's Is it so hard not to abuse animals? I don't think so. I don't think it's that hard. Watch your video and left a comment about Gary Francione's bathroom. You're the only one who got the joke, Nolo. Yeah, I made a joke about Francione. So at at PETA, they have a gender-neutral bathroom. And I thought it was hilarious because of all the stuff going on with Gary Francione. But I have to say, like, I'm always surprised by people who don't know about, like, our vegan movements icons. I'm always surprised by that. You know, like, a lot of people that I've talked to don't know who Gary Francione is or on this trip so far on this journey of with all these vegan activists, a lot of people don't even know who Joey Carbstrong or what Ed Winters are. And that's okay. I'm not really judging those people. Just surprising. That's all. I'm just surprised when I meet, uh, people who are interested in the vegan movement and don't know anything about our vegan, you know, our movements kind of icons. It'd be like, I don't know if you were gay and you didn't know who Liza Minnelli was or Cher, you know, like these are icons of the, I don't know who am I to say, who might I to judge though? My dad is Joseph Campbell, not Colin Campbell. No, Joseph Campbell was the guy who wrote Joseph Campbell. Yeah. Joseph Campbell was the guy who wrote the hero's journey. I read it in college. Did PETA talk about Gary? Y? Why? No, they don't talk about each other. But I did have a conversation with somebody high up about Gary Orofsky. And he was like, no, you know, we, we're we're still like um, connected. There's no way around that. I mean, like Gary was a Gary Urofsky was a PETA employee for six years. And the speeches that everyone knows him for were given... They're PETA speeches, but I know that they had kind of a parting of ways. And so it's like those things where we're both in the movement, but we don't want to talk bad about each other kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, no one was talking trash on Gary Yorofsky. And I think that, yeah, I mean, with no uncertain terms, I was told like, yeah, Gary Yorofsky is we're still cool with him, but we're like not, you know, we're still cool, but like we're never going to work together kind of thing. So I think that's fair play. People work together. Projects end. I'd love to. Ha- I'd love to work with Peta for six years as Gary. Uro- I want to be Gary off Sky Jack Morgan's greatest speech of all time. Do you know what goes in? You eat these animals, and the animals they eat you. Yeah, it's not bad. My dad is not the famous Joseph Gamble you refer to. All right. How cool would it have been though? That would have been pretty cool, right, Paul Campbell? Definitely. Definitely. I don't even know where the famous Joseph Campbell is from, but I I read him in college. I had to. It was a whole thing. Joseph Campbell, if you if you were an, if you were an English major, you read Joseph Campbell. It's just part of the deal. Just a part of the deal. You know what I'm saying? The word of the day is injunction. Injunction is such a great word for vegans because that's all we want. We want an injunction on killing animals. We want an injunction on on experimenting on animals we want an injunction on breeding animals we want an injunction on messing with animals don't mess with animals it refers to an order a form an order form an order from a court of law that says something must be done or must not be done the court filed an injunction the group has obtained an injunction to prevent the demolition of the building perfect while the district court rejected the group's request for an emergency injunction at the end of june the fifth circuit obliged blocking the new rule from being carried out for the time being perfect yeah that's a great one that's the that's the thing you know i know that the person i ate dinner with last night would like to have an injunction on the use of robots see here's here's the here's the issue a robot delivered our food last night in the uh, in the restaurant like you've seen I've seen robots deliver food to restaurants from restaurants to like houses but this little robot delivered the food to the table from the kitchen and I'm like, ah, I guess that's the future you know and it was like well that's g- taking away jobs. and I'm like, yeah, it's a job that like is demeaning and nobody wants that job it's a horrible job I've I've worked in the restaurant industry I think it's great that those jobs are being replaced. I hope that all I hope that all human jobs are replaced by robots any job that is beneath a human gets replaced that caused a lot of a stink because it was like well that's just capitalism and i'm like i don't think so but maybe like i don't know i wasn't really thinking about it in capitalist terms to be honest so it became like a uh, that it was a that the that the presence of the robot was an affront to uh human dignity and the rights of the worker. I'm not really sure, but anyway, that was the argument last night, Um, but we went to a a Mexican restaurant called La Azteca, but it wasn't vegan, but they had a a couple, they had like maybe eight vegan options, they had some vegan cheese, it was pretty good, I will say this though, right now, I'm used to eating like celery and peanut butter and apples and shit, and right now, I kind of just want that, so I think my next um, meal is going to be going to a supermarket and picking up some apples. I want to, I want to eat some apples. I hate traveling and not eating healthy. So I'm really interested in just, um, yeah, maybe some peanut butter and some apples. Peanut butter can travel. Apples, not so much, but that's okay. Maybe some, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Did you tip the robot? I did not tip the robot. It would, it was fragile. It would tip right over. It would be hard to tip too. It was like a, I took some video of it, and if you are a member, a channel member, you'll be able to see. I posted a short video of, of the robot, and it talks. It seemed very Japanese, but it played Mexican restaurant music. So it played res, Mexican restaurant music when it came to you, and then it'd be like, "Hello, I'm a little robot. I want don't be careful, be careful." Kind of stuff, you know. What's up, Jesper. I agree. Let the robots work away and give everyone a comfortable living wage, regardless of it. Whether that's why I said this is the this is UBI is right behind it. UBI is on the way, but you know people are closed minded. They don't want to hear what I have to say. And um, I try I said. I said he. He was very upset. So I said, "Look, man, I just want to be open minded about the future, and it seems like this is going to happen." Like my first, the first protest I ever went to was about the. Um, was about the rights of workers the first protest i ever did as an activist was about the rights of workers um picking tomatoes if they had robots to pick tomatoes i think that would be a good thing maybe i'm wrong i'm okay with that i just want to say that i'm open-minded about the future and it seems that while there is a movement to always pay people more and get people more rights as workers Technology is moving more quickly than that. And unless we're ready to bring out the guillotines and abolish the Senate, I don't see how we're ever going to get there faster than technology will deliver us to these other solutions that we honestly they could they could fuck us. I'm gonna it's it's the unchar it's uncharted territory. Safer would be to roll out the guillotines and abolish the Senate, but it's so slow, I don't think it's gonna happen quick robots are moving faster technology moves faster a robot can exist in a capitalist society or communist society it's definitely only a capitalism of today because they're owned by capitalists yeah that's why i'm saying that. like i think the ai and the um And robotics can actually democratize the situation. Like, couldn't if you could afford a robot, if robots become cheap and you can afford a couple robots, you can start a restaurant because the recipes are yours. So it becomes more of a cerebral activity, right? The person with the best recipes gets the best restaurant, makes the best restaurant. It's not going to be the person who has the best service or whatever, unless you can convince people to work for uh, the same amount as a robot. but there there's a whole other thing it's certainly going to bring about new problems i just don't think it's the end of the dignity of the worker i just don't believe in that but maybe i'm wrong i am okay technologically will always be an assistant level I recently dipped into a new ai tech and started making content but that they're just tools they don't do all the work i totally agree like i was saying you know he said that it's racist to be um pro ai and i'm like i don't think so and he says well yeah that's that's all the all the new, all the new, uh, all the new writers that are finally getting their chance, like minority writers, are finally getting their chance. Well, they, they get their chance just as AI is coming in. I'm like, well, the people who have the ideas to make minority content will still be around. It's all of the writers' teams; they won't be around. It'll be one guy and putting ideas into a computer, and not one guy with ten people. You know, mm-hmm. like traditionally you have one guy who's got a great idea and you've got 10 other people who are helping that person create scripts, punch up jokes, do all the things that need to be done. So I totally agree. I think it's just a tool, but that's always just a machine for now. I mean, people are making, I mean, It used to be if you wanted to be a composer, you'd have to figure out how to get a band together, a big enough symphony together. You know, giant, uh, be able to do all this stuff. You know, you have to have Los Angeles Philharmonics on your side, right? Now um, you can write a if you if you're good, you can write a symphony. You can do it with AI and make a beautiful piece of music. I think that's a good thing. Maybe democracy's on along the way. You know, American mythologist Joseph. John Campbell. That's who I was talking about. All right. All right. All right. It's just a machine like another appliance. Racist to be pro AI. The person who said that sounds racist. Well, I think the person who said it just very. um, They care a lot. They care a lot. And, you know, they're younger than me. So I kind of like I see that I used to feel very strongly about the rights of the worker in a way that I didn't. I still feel strongly about it, but I feel like I don't know. I I, I see myself in that too, like, you know, it seems like sometimes the the solutions of the capitalists uh, are only going to lead us into more of a dystopia, but I really think that we're on the verge of a revolution, I have to remain hopeful, I'm optimistic, we're on the verge of, in my words, we're on the verge of a revolution, let's hope for the best, Um, I don't think robots equals complacency, but some people, people disagree with me, man, that's okay. I don't mind people disagree with me. I'm having this conversation right now because I am uh, curious and I have, n- you know, new ideas in my head now. But it challenged my preconceptions or just my, it challenged my, my reading of the events of what's happening. I like that. But other people don't. <laughs> I actually like to understand where other people are coming from. And I feel like other people just want to fight. And that makes people not like me sometimes. All right. Did you know injunction, injunction, what's your favorite function? Um, When it first joined the English language of the 1400s, injunction referred to an authority of command. And in the following century, it developed a legal second sense applying specifically to a court order. Both of these meanings are still in use. Injunction ultimately comes from the Latin verb injure, injungere, to issue the authority of command. Okay. Um, which in turn is based in Jungeri, meaning to join. It is a joined as a Jungeri descendant by several words, including junction, conjunction, and join, and join. Okay, well, great. Now I know. That wasn't as uh, eye-opening as I thought it would be, but uh, great, injunction. I still think injunction is a great word to use for vegans because we constantly are talking about the banning of breeding, selling, Testing on using animals in entertainment. So I think having an injunction on those things is so much better to use sometimes. You like work it in, vegan activists. It doesn't always have to be ban, outlaw. You know, <clears throat> I think it's really great to make illegal injunction. I think it would be a great word to use if you are in your activism. Thank you. Cool. AI is just another tool when digital keyboard and computer instruments arrived. It wasn't the end for musicians and guitar players. I totally agree with you guys. i um, I can see why it would be it's it is kind of upsetting, though, because, like, let's say, because my answer would be, okay, well, when the auto industry was revolutionized by by robots, it was kind of a good thing. There were jobs lost, but they were the jobs that people got their hands cut off of. His answer was, what is it, is that better to replace people with robots than get people better working conditions? And I thought about it and I said, well, no matter how good the working conditions are, people are still doing backbreaking labor and there's no, there's always going to be hands getting chopped off. Like there's no perfectly safe work manufacturing job. So if robots can do 90% of the manufacturing job and the people who run it are like techs and managers, I think that's a good thing. And you could see like, I think the quality of life, especially of females, has gone way up in America because it's not all about like your brawn and your ability to stand up and work for 10 hours straight is that's no longer your ability to make money, right? We can engage in more cerebral activities and that gives uh, everyone a fighting chance in an economy, that I kind of, that I pretty much disagree with. I'm not a fucking capitalist. I don't like it. You know, I'm not down with that shit, but here I am trying to make a difference. That's all there is. I'm good. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a bit ridiculous, but you know, using the word racist is one of those things that people do throw, throw out. Like it's racist. You're so wrong. It's like, uh, okay well that just gets people's hackles up and it's a good it's a good um arguing technique isn't it calling someone a racist hell yeah no one wants to be that although also those people aren't being discarded they have always invaluable skills they've acquired to use at other workplace totally or you retrain them i mean right now we're looking at autonomous vehicles right like um trucks being driven by themselves I think is a huge, is a great thing, right? People shouldn't have to drive trucks across America. We can have trucks that are driven by robots. I think that's a good thing. Those people who are going to be phased out from that industry, they'll find jobs in other sectors, I hope. Or we'll have universal basic income and they won't even have to, which I think is preferable. Because let's face it, you as a consumer, what you produce as a laborer is less value um, than what you consume as a consumer in America. And I know that's an American point of view, but um, I'm, I'm, that's where I live. So sorry about that. Burp, burp. <clears throat> Today in history, we have a couple of cool things. The Battle of Stirling Bridge, William Wallace defeats the English, the Scottish rebel. You could take away our lives, but you can't take away our freedom. You can't take away our freedom. I love you, always of. I want to marry you. Uh, so that happened. Pretty cool, right? Today, of course, is 9-11. And United Airlines Flight 93, re- was they retook control. 64 people were killed. They crashed in Pennsylvania. Here's a famous shot. If you don't remember where you were on 9-11... I was living in Germany. I came home from work. Uh, I turned on the news. What I always did, because the news was the only thing was really in English, and I started to fall asleep on the couch like I did every day uh, at lunch from work. And then, uh, guess what? This happened. I saw one of the buildings was already on fire, and another plane flew into the second one. And I saw that li- happen live on TV um right before that the pentagon had been i remember calling my boss and saying i'm not coming back to work today my country's under attack he's like what i went yeah it seems weird i remember i remember being so surreal and just saying like yeah this seems really weird to say but we're at war there's a war going on and i don't know what to do and i can't get in touch with anybody in america i try to call my mom can't get in touch with her all lines are busy kind of thing you know and then there were all these reports of like, there's car bombs going off all over Los Angeles. And of course all that was false, but it was really scary. So I didn't go back to work that day. And my phone just kept ringing from everyone in Europe. Cause like for them, I was like a lot of my friends, I was the only American they knew. And on September 12th, um, I I take, I start, I go to work and it's all over the news. You know, it's all over every newspaper. The cover is this massive, just this picture kind of like the one you're seeing lots of explosions and stuff. And, um, in Germany, they're not really into hanging flags, but there were flags everywhere. German flags, all flown at half mast and it was just shocking. And everyone was really quiet on the, on the subway that morning going to work. And, um, I walked by city hall and it was covered in flowers and it said, uh, and, and there was like one of those posts that you see in a lot of towns where it says like how far you are from other countries. And it was like <clears throat> all over one side, the West side just covered in flowers saying like, we're all American today. People had drawn things and written letters. It was a, a shocking thing for me and a moment. I'll never forget where I was on nine eleven, but especially nine twelve, And, um, even a few weeks later, I went to Berlin and they had draped over the Brandenburger Tor, like one of the main symbols of Germany. They draped this thing so it looked like you were looking through the the gate and you saw the White House. It's like, just this is uh, an immense feeling of solidarity. 22 to twenty two years ago today, yeah, around this time, of it's around this time too. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning, something like that, when, when 9-11 happened. It was horrible. It's a horrible time, but shocking. Oh yeah, and, and you're getting you're getting on an airport in Germany. Well, good luck, uh, happy travels. We'll see you tomorrow, Jess. Thank you so much for uh, for being here. We'll see we'll see you on the show tomorrow. Okay, well, um, birthdays today we have uh, Bashar al- Assad from Syria, Bob Packwood, a horrible senator who um yeah he did time he did a little bit of time i think he did house arrest or something but he went he had he got convicted of of a um, bunch of bad things uh collusion i think and c- conspiracies to commit to some other crimes of co- corruption and things like that fernand philippines uh Sviatlana she uh lost the election because of corruption let's see from uh, belarus yeah she can't win but uh she keeps on Almost, she's a human rights activist, not vegan, though. We have no vegans uh, for birthdays. Oh, Henry, of course, <clears throat> was the person who invented the term Banana Republic. He's the first person to ever say it. He uh, wrote a lot of books For famous for clever wordplay. D. H. Lawrence, also a wonderful writer, he wrote a little book called Lady Chatterley's Lover, who was a huge, he was a huge fuck, man. I just had water fall on my... Computer, I said water fall down on my computer. (sighs) Well, hopefully, that doesn't break my computer, that'll make it really hard to stream. (laughs) Oh, Henry, yeah, oh, Henry invented the term banana republic about any kind of dictatorship country that relied on just one or just a couple of exports. And so, if you control one or two exports, you can control the government, and they called that a banana republic. Today they that now it's now it's a shop owned by the Gap, but before it meant any kind of like South American crappy dictator dictatorship. Yeah, starting a GoFundMe. (laughs) That sounds great. I feel a little sick today because I think it's because of how humid it is here. I feel like I'm underwater. You know, I'm I'm technically still asthmatic, even though I'm pretty much symptom free since I've been vegan. But <clears throat> I feel like it's hard to breathe in the south, man. It's oppressive down here. Harry Connick Jr., Tom Dresson, and uh, Tom Landry. I don't think Harry Connick. I don't think Harry Connick Jr. is vegan. What do you think? Is Harry Connick Jr. vegan? No. Craig Robinson tells Harry Connick Jr. he lost fifty pounds by going vegan. No, Harry Connick Jr is not vegan, but Craig Robinson went vegan and got lost 50 pounds. So, whatever, that's cool. Um so no vegan birthdays. Let's see if there's any vegan death. Mountain Meadows Massacre, Mormons dressed as Indians murdered 120 colonists in Utah. Man, you wonder why people don't like the Mormons. They're killing colonists, you know what I'm saying? Um let's see if there's anybody who died that's vegan. Jessica Tandy wasn't vegan. Nikita Khrushchev is kind of interesting. He died today. Khrushchev, of course, he went to Mao Zedong to become a Khrushchev went to Mao Zedong to try to convince him to stay with stay with the Russians. It didn't work out though because Mao Zedong was a really really loved swimming and Khrushchev couldn't swim and refused to get into the pool with Mao Zedong this is a true story and because of that it strained the relationships between China and the Soviet Union wow so they were on Mao Zedong never wanted China to become junior partner of Russia <clears throat> the USSR and China although America always seemed to seemed that saw them as this unified front because they were both communists, quote unquote um they weren't <clears throat> really totally in line and it opened up a little fissure for someone like Richard Nixon, who could swim, to go visit Mao Zedong, which he did, and they did go swimming, and it started a um, an open started an open relationship where the Chinese were um, kind of sleeping with both uh, with with two partners, you know, they kind of had a polyamorous shit thing going on, and um, yeah, Khrushchev kind of screwed the pooch. Of course, Brezhnev eventually pushed him out. So it goes Stalin, Khrushchev, Brezhnev. It's really easy with Russian politics because they don't change dictators very quickly. But the USSR, Lenin, Stalin, Khrushchev, which is this guy, he died today in history. And Brezhnev came next. Um, what, did, what did Khrushchev even die of? He died of a heart attack at the age of 77. Nice long life. Well, there you go. Khrushchev. If water damaged your computer on your first one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's like a tree. Kind, I thought I was out, but there's a little bit of the tree still above me. So it's um, uh, one giant drop of water fell right on the little holes where the speaker is. So I'm hoping that my computer is still. Well, that was funny. Okay, well, I disappeared for a second. <laughs> TVT, hi Sky, three in the afternoon in Italy. Thank you for all the work you do for the animals. Thank you, Katie. I'm in. Uh, it's eight a. It's eight fifty one a.m. in uh, in Virginia, where I am working for PETA, doing outreach on college campuses today. There you go. At least he didn't tie or something. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie Boyle. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, guys. I was trying to wipe off the water and the touch screen got me. All right. So anyway, I hope you guys all have a better day today than Khrushchev did. Um... Yesterday, last night, we went to William & Mary, and we staked out where we're supposed to go. And it got kind of nostalgic about being on a college campus. Like, I was looking around, trying to find where we're, where we're supposed to put the truck. And the truck is right by me right now, our mobile VR studio. And it's a big truck. But we took the little car, and we drove it around, and we parked it um, on the place called Crim Dell. And Crim Dell is this little area of William and Mary where all of the students have to pass by and it's close to the science building where I think that they have lab animals. So I'm really excited to see what is going to happen today. I hope that we have a lot of cool stuff happening. I was hoping to meet you at the Toronto veg fest, but didn't realize you're not in Canada. No, she's in, she's in Italy. The vegan teacher is in Europe. She's doing a European adventure we need to press the autumn and autumn is here in in norway well it's here now in virginia too it was like a 100 degrees last week this week it's like 67 70 degrees so there you go it's a uh, it falls quickly doesn't it? it turns to fall very quickly let's do the pre- the affirmation It feels good to let myself enjoy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay. All right. <clears throat> My name is Skyjack Morgan and this is your daily affirmation for vegans only outside. And if you aren't vegan, I don't know why you're here. Uh, it looks like we have a few people uh, lurking that haven't commented and that's okay. I love lurkers. But if you're not a if you're not a vegan and you're watching this show, then please now's your time to switch off don't like don't subscribe everyone else please do like please do subscribe if you're vegan if you're vegan and you haven't liked this video yet please like it now if you are a uh, a carny then get out of here maybe i should like cut this out i should say like look hey if you're vegan please like this video because i want to be your vff i'm making a channel for vegans only if you're vegan like this channel if you're not please don't no carnies are allowed on my channel i ban carnies i want more vegans to uh, to subscribe thanks i listen to my favorite music to help me reconnect with joy oh man i do that do you guys do that i'll listen to my favorite music all the time to reconnect with my joy my favorite music is medicine for my soul yeah music be the food of love play on yeah i use it as a tool for lifting my mood and enhancing my happiness in any moment yeah, that's true. Sometimes, though, if I'm sad, I'll listen to sad music. I don't know if you guys do that. I listen to sad music, too. But I like, okay, I like this. I'm going to listen to some 90s '90s punk rock. That always gets me. It gets me going. It brings some joy to my soul. It's medicine. The frequency of a good tune lifts me to higher places of bliss, excitement, and enjoyment. That's a pretty good affirmation. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. I needed it today, too. <clears throat> today I woke up, and it was in the dark. And I I did a big stretch. I was like, oh, big stretch, you know, big stretch. And I don't know if you could see, but my fingers are bloody because I did a big stretch and there was a ceiling fan there and I didn't realize there was a ceiling fan and it totally cut the shit out of my hand because I hit the ceiling fan when I did my stretch because I was in the dark in a room that I wasn't used to and I didn't realize the ceiling fan was right over me. So there you go. I needed a good affirmation. Now I need to listen to some good music so I can get myself in the mood to go do some outreach. What do you think? If you are an animal abuser, GTFOH, absolutely. That's the plan. Get them out of here. If you are a carny, you must go vegan immediately to continue. (laughs) Exactly. I hope that you guys like the good vibes. Live venerable vegan affirmation action. Good times. Oh, my God. Patrick J. Venom. Patrick Finn is here. I am always happy to see you on the live stream. Thank you so much for everything you do. I, uh, if you guys don't know Patrick, probably some of the VFFs who watch the live stream don't know Patrick because he's not always here. He's always there um, in the in the comments section, though. So please, everyone, shout out. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a salad. Yeah, exactly. A scouting mission. Exactly. We did a scouting mission last night. It was fun. It was cool, too, because like it was a little hard because they they just drop a pin and say, Sky, put the, put the truck there. And I'm like, "Uh, I can't find this space. But there's a photo. <clears throat> so I stopped a student. I'm like, yo, 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 come here. Do you know where this building is? He goes, yeah, just go over there. It's over there, blah, blah, blah. And it just felt like college campus. Yeah. I felt younger or something. Nostalgic is the word. And I felt nostalgic last night. I got to go back to work. I hope you have a great stream, Sky. Well, it's over, Jesper. So I appreciate you. Issues of being basketball player height. Yeah, I I, just my just my finger it just caught the top. Look at right here. Just the top of my fingers Uh, hit the hit the fan. The shit hit the fan, if you know what I mean. Uh, Queen Mary II is it the second oldest institution? Yeah, exactly. Uh, College of William and Mary, a public research university in Williamsburg, founded in 1693. Yep, it's one of of the oldest campuses in America, and it looks it too. It's very old and very uh venerable. By the way, how do I spell Carney? Is that spelled C A R N A R N Y? I usually spell it C A R N E Y. But I think you could spell it any way you want. I mean, after all, it's a slur. It's not a good word. But um, I spell it C-A-R-N-E-Y. But sometimes if it's plural, I'll do C-A-R-N-I-E-S. But honestly, I just like that people use it because carnies can go fuck themselves. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. And I really appreciate everything you do. Thank you for making my dream come true, which is I just want to make stuff for vegans. I'm going to go do some outreach now. What do you say? Is that cool with you? I got to get going. Um, wish me luck. Wish me luck doing some outreach. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can't fuck themselves. they fuck themselves. This is a of all So the goal today is also to do some reaction video, uh, do another Vegan with Sky episode. If it's not raining, maybe I'll be outside. I'll figure it out. We're going to do another show tonight. We're going to try to get the evening shows going back up. Last week, with all the travel and all the hullabaloo, I wasn't able to do two shows a day. The goal is to do two shows a day, but the the pledge is to do one show a day. Uh, So I'm hoping to do another show later on. Please, if you don't have that bell icon on, please do. I'll be doing lots of stuff. If you're a channel member, thank you. If you're a Patreon member, thank you. I'm putting up special like little clips of videos about what's going on on those both those outlets. And um, if you haven't already, please go to veganofcourse.net where you can pick up a really dope shirt that I have just made that just says don't use animals. Vegan, of course, in the back and a V circle V on the on the shoulder. It's an activist shirt. I really appreciate you guys more than anything. And you'll I hope I hope you understand from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And I'll see you later, illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you, the animals need you, and uh, we need each other. That's the point, really, is to build some vegan community. So thank you. And if you have anybody, that any vegans that you think would need some affirmations, share an affirmation with a vegan friend, would you? Thank you.